Yeah, their vows were that of silence. Well, uh, you can't <laughs> say the same one as last week. Hey. No, no, you don't understand. Like that's gonna be my thing. I do it each week, and it's it's talking about last week. But you said that one in the episode last week. Yeah, it has to start somewhere. <laughs> that's a good point. I can't argue with that. That's too heady. Like your joke for this week has to do with last week. What if someone skipped last week? <laughs> That's an Easter egg. Jesus. Just, just told her where it's at. <laughs> it's Easter egg. Anyway, yeah, so here we are. Welcome to another episode of Screen Fix, the show where we will fix a recent film and give you a little bit of movie news. We are recording on a Friday. Woo! It is happy hour. Woo! Clinky, Not clinky. only <laughs> I just howled like uh, <laughs> Ralph the Wolf. Wolf Steve. We like Wolf Steve. That's his official name. <laughs> In Rampage, we will be fixing Rampage today. But <laughs> first, <laughs> oh my God. That was, uh, sorry, I have like Nicolas Cage sneezes like, achoo. <laughs> They're like v- violent sneezes. That's Nicolas Cage. He like throws himself in every role with like violence and absurdity. Yeah. Anyway, this is our 20th episode. We made it. Uh, We got some champagne here. Yeah, pop that bubbly. You you guys want to sub? All right, I'm popping it. I'm popping it. Here we go. Busy, busy. Watch your faces. Watch your faces. Shit. (laughs) Holy shit. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Give me some. Give me some. Mustachio. Uh, I got some sparkling water. Thank you. All right. And cheers. How about a cheers? Clinky, clinky. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about back here? <laughs> okay, let's taste some of this. Some of this sweet, sweet twenty-episode success. Twenty. Mm. Ah, tastes good. And I want to thank everybody who has been listening. The Screen Fix Army. I don't know. That sounds aggressive. Yeah, it does. So. What have you been up to? Let everyone know, Mustachio, you know, even if it's not movie related. Maybe you've been experimenting with alternative uses for your CPAP machine. I don't know. That would make a ball. <laughs> Whatever. Well, it is It is 420. Oh, my God. So you can make a bong <laughs> out of anything. Out of anything, man. Yeah, man. All right. Uh, weirdest thing you've ever made a bong out of, Mustachio, go. Uh, weirdest thing, uh, an apple. That's not very weird. Well, I guess it's not very but hey, weird. It's organic, though. Anyway, <laughs> how are you, Mustachio? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Uh, Beat the traffic yeah. this time, huh? Yeah, yeah. no traffic. I mean, it was just clean sailing all the way here to the Screen Fix <laughs> Studios. I mean, we need to have the street named after us. That way we know, they know we're here. We could adopt a highway. <laughs> I actually love that idea. <laughs> Adopt a highway. It would be like, screen fix? The hell is that? <laughs> this, this stretch of highway maintained by screen fix? <laughs> Lady one. That's great. What have you been uh, up to? Have you still, are you still trying to find a way to make sunglasses out of used Chick-fil-A straws? Or Yeah, yeah. Anything to combat big straw. <laughs> what have I been doing? I've just been so appreciative of having movie pass because we keep seeing movies that oh i would be gosh. so pissed if i spent 12 dollars on so, <laughs> right <laughs> shout out to movie pass movie pass yeah you know i saw rampage like yeah that i saw rampage alone <laughs> in a theater 10:30 mm-hmm. at night showing i was like thank god for movie pass uh-huh. 
It was late. Rampage was almost rampage. I got a uh, question for you, JC. Oh God. What have you? What have? What have you been up to? Have you uh, you've been finishing your Two Towers collection commentary. It, it, okay. Funny thing about Two Two Towers. Uh, two Towers is one of the. I've only ever fallen asleep in four movies, and Two Towers is one of those. <laughs> Rampage no! has actually just joined that list. No. I, I I nodded off for a second. I mean, How it was do it was you late. Know it was only a second. I know. I know. This it was movie only a was second. almost I think it was two hours long. <laughs> it was really freaking long for what it was. Yes, I agree. <laughs> so Rampage has just joined the list with two towers of films that I have fallen asleep in. It's funny. Like I fell asleep in two Lord of the Rings movies. I fell asleep That's in the theater. Completely reasonable. No, they're my favorites. No, they're long, man. I think I fell asleep during like the third ending of of Return of the King. I mean, it, it just <laughs> it just keeps on going. But yeah, I fell asleep in Rampage. Just Rampage for a second. You um, don't know that. I I know. No, you don't. I, I I think I know. Anyway, I fell asleep in uh, Rampage, um, <laughs> Two Towers, Return of the King. The second Matrix movie, Matrix... Uh, Reloaded? Uh, uh, Matrix... 2.0. Oh, Reloaded, you said. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, and that Gerard Butler singing... Oh. Uh, Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. I fell asleep in Phantom of the Opera. So those are the movies that I've... <laughs> you have to get I've, like, I've... so specific with bad Gerard Butler is like every Gerard Butler. <laughs> but I said bad. I said bad. Gerard Butler singing. I think there's another uh, one where he sings a little. Uh, anyway, have you ever fallen asleep in a in a movie, Lady One? Only once, and it was when I saw The Last Jedi for the second time in two nights. You... I know, I know. I I had a couple drinks before the movie. Then I ate a bunch of food, and then I like in the movie. It was one of those where they bring you all the stuff. And I fell asleep, and I woke up, and Ray was fighting. And I was like, oh, good, the good part. So it was fine. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I think Ryan nice. Johnson fell asleep. Who's to say? While he was <laughs> while he was writing that movie. Who can never know? Damn you. Mustachio, have you ever fallen asleep in a movie in the movie theater? Uh, of course, but they're just too many to even really? you know, name. Oh, my God. I mean, Do you have narcolepsy? <laughs> I, we don't know I, about I, it. I think that's why I need a CPAP machine or something. <laughs> <laughs> Have you fallen asleep during this podcast before? Yes, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but to be honest, like I've actually fallen asleep uh, more during Two Towers than probably any other movie because I watch those movies so fucking much and I'm doing like all the the behind the scenes stuff. Uh, So if anything that I'm going to watch on a weekend and I'll fall asleep to at some point would be the Lord of the Rings movies. So yeah, Yeah, uh, Lord of the Rings movies are good. Good night-night movies. Yeah, I never saw most of them. Actually, now that I think about it, the first time I saw Return of the King, I definitely did not fall asleep because it's very hard to fall asleep on mushrooms. <laughs> oh, wait, fuck. Whoa! I mean... My God! <laughs> I mean... He was like, he was like, dude, does anyone else see the trees talking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so let's let's just dive right into our, our movie news before this gets... Too weird and illegal. Um, so our first bit here of movie news. Let's go ahead and jump into something big. So <laughs> we saw the Jurassic World teaser last week, 
We got the full Jurassic World new final trailer for this movie. Gave us the whole weirdo plot. Yeah. And what do you think the plot of this movie is based on that trailer, Lady One? There's so much that they're telling us. So, obviously, we know that there's, they know the island's going to blow up. We got to go search and rescue for Blue and whoever whoever else that they can try and get off the island. We know that it's going to be like, they're telling them we're trying to save them, but what they mean is save them so that we can take them to a lab. Like, Mm -hmm. save that, man. Don't put that in the trailer. Right? Like, don't already show us the the deception, like, early on. Like, no. BS. Yeah. That was that was kind of ridiculous. Yeah, and I actually am getting the feeling from this that do you think that that house where they're where they are okay where it looks like they're showing these predators and people it looks like people are bidding on them. Uh-huh. No, I think that's on the island still. Oh no, I don't want. that. Yeah, I think so. I think that's still on on the island. I hope not. I could be wrong, but. When I saw that, I was like, I wonder if that's still on the island. And I wonder if that mansion-y house that they're staying in is somewhere on the island, too. That would suck. And, right. That's, so I thought, you know what? We're still not going to get off this goddamn island. It's like, like lost. We're good. It's, yeah, it's, it's like lost. <laughs> we're yeah, never getting um, off this island. <laughs> so I was seeing, I was seeing like... <laughs> I was getting like disheartened the more and more that I watched the the trailer. I just want them to stop telling me things and stop giving away big jumps. Like stop it. Like stop it, man. <laughs> I'm really mad at them. Mustachio, your thoughts on the final Jurassic World trailer? Drop it like it's hot. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of like when I see a trailer, a third trailer, I try to go into full like power down mode, like because I, I know they're going to be revealing even more about the movie, so. After the quote-unquote final trailer, there's always 10 more TV spots. Yeah. No. Like, typically, I try not to watch trailers so close to when the movie comes out. I've Still actually two months. I've actually been in movies yeah. where I'll plug my ears and close my eyes because I'm like, I'm looking forward to that movie too much. You know? Everybody's like, what's wrong with that what guy? The and fuck, then he falls man. asleep. And he's, on and, then- a, and he's on a movie news podcast? What the fuck? This guy hates trailers more than anyone I've ever seen. <laughs> I think he lives in a trailer. Oh. <laughs> no. No, you don't sound like you live in a trailer that much. So <laughs> where's Ooh, beverage. So Sorry. All right. Pass me that. Alright. Yeah, alright. We're celebrating. There's still <sighs> Ep- episode twenty. Alright, so rolling on get- twenty. <laughs> so Alright. This is destiny. <laughs> Did you see anything new in this trailer that you did you take anything away from this trailer that was is is there any positive in this in this trailer either of you uh, uh mustachio first I mean I saw the container that they used to house you know the dinosaurs in when they transport them because that's what Chris Pratt and and Bryce Dallas Howard's characters are in for some strange reason yeah so, yeah, they're in there with the uh, with the T Rex. Yeah, what what on earth would be a good reason to be inside of there? Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. Why why on earth? Indeed, Mustachio always goes for the nitty gritty. It's good. All right, so this this trailer. I mean, it, I mean, I'm mostly just excited to see the big uh, underwater dino wreaking havoc because that seems to be the the coolest thing that there is in these in these trailers. 
Mm. Otherwise, I'm getting some like hybrid dino thriller with auctions and <laughs> I don't know. It's, a, it's like I'm not into it. I'm not into this at all. It, it really looks like it's suffering from middle of a trilogy syndrome. Yeah. It doesn't look like a movie with the beginning, middle and end. It looks like a movie that's just all middle. Mm. And that makes me lay sad. <sighs> Next bit of movie news. Oh, oh. I don't know if this should qualify as horror minute. From the now great film house, A24, which has given us all kinds of great films over the past couple of years and I think has finally established itself as a force to be reckoned with. A24, of course, gave us Lady Bird, Moonlight, Florida Project, The Witch, Ex Machina. I mean, it's just the, the movies that come out of here are some of the best. And Hereditary is the next film coming out from A24. Hereditary, the Hereditary trailer. Did you watch it? What do you think about this thing? It looks horrifying, strange, challenging. What do you think, Mustachio Go? Uh, it sent chills uh, down my back. Let's see. I, yeah, my eyes were bulging. If you would have seen like an audience reaction on me when I was watching it, uh, yeah, it was. It looks disturbing. It looks. What uh, do you think the plot is of this? Disturb young child Charlie. Uh, can't seem to stay focused in school because she's seeing things, and now there's shit going wrong, and maybe she's controlling it, or. Maybe she's the reason that the grandmother has passed away. Who knows? I, I I have no idea where they could go with this because I guess I need to watch it again and because I was just too uh, terrified to actually pay attention to some of like the plot points they could have gave us. Yeah, this movie is, seems to focus around this really creepy family. The mom is building this dollhouse that seems to be a replica of the house that they're in. And Ugh. yeah, and it's it's very it's creepy and. There's some very odd lines in it, like when the mom says that the grandma, she's talking to her daughter and she says the grandma wanted to feed her when she was a baby. And I'm like, that better not be grandma taking her old titty out because that is just, that's <laughs> nasty. Like, what the heck's going to come out of their powdered milk? Let's just let's really hope this family believes in formula because I don't want that. I, I don't want to see that scene. Let's just hope that scene is not in this movie. <laughs> Keep that powdered tit away. Oh my God. That is no worse than what you said. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you're horrified at your at his, but not yours. Like I am just disturbed by both of you right now. <laughs> so gross. anyway, it's in the trailer. This is not. Uh, I'm you not guys doing. Are taking, I'm not doing. Taking liberties from the trailer. I I don't think we're taking liberties. The mom says when you were a baby. Grandma wanted to feed you. Yeah, I don't know. That's gross. And also, it seems like there's a connection between the grandma and the creepy daughter. And the daughter seems to be drawing these bizarre pictures of her grandma and stuff. Her brother, like, smashing his head into this into a desk. And then there's, like, one of the... I noticed in the dollhouse, one of the dolls is his headless doll. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, is his head going to get ripped yeah. off or something? What, what is this? Like the, just the whole thing has got a really freaky vibe. It seems like there's strange hereditary connections between the family members and it looks like it's going to be twisted. And this isn't your type of movie, Lady Wan, but give me your thoughts if you can formulate them. Go. Um, 
like, feel free to bleep this because it just sounds so aggressive, but fuck this movie. Like, no. <laughs> no. I don't. I saw this trailer before A Quiet Place and I was like, that's not cool. I was already ready to be scared and you're taking advantage of me. And I just oh, don't like shit. it. I, I won't watch it again. If we're fixing that movie at any point, I will legit leave the country again so that I don't have to watch it and fix oh, it. I'm dang. so scared of it. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to fix that one. But. <laughs> and maybe that can be in one of our like movie roundup episodes yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will totally read the movie spoiler on it because I love to know what happens in horror movies. I just don't want to see it. Yeah. True. <laughs> so, Hereditary from A24, So, which means probably look out for it. We're going to move on to our next topic. We have the movie Hotel Artemis. Did you see the trailer for Hotel Artemis? Mm. Um, in my opinion, Hotel Artemis is a... I don't want to go so far as to say this, but yeah, it seems like a ripoff of the Continental in the John Wick films. But except in this case, instead of a hotel, it is a hospital, apparently, for criminals and you have to abide by the rules there so you can't be killing each other and doing criminal business while you're there much like the continental <laughs> it's a ripoff of the continental somebody really liked the idea of the continental in john wick and just took it and made it a hospital and made this movie i see you answered my ad in the penny saver welcome come in have some champagne <laughs> not that continental <laughs> Oh, it's so good, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How does the, the, the Continental look now during hashtag Me Too? Oh, gosh. It's bad. So anyway, this movie has Jodie Foster, Dave Bautista. Jeff Goldblum, Charlie Day, Sterling K. Brown, Jenny Slate, that girl from The Mummy. I didn't see John Wick because I don't see action movies starring someone who can be an AARP. So I, um, <laughs> it's true. Hush your mouth about Keanu. He's timeless. He's ageless. But he is 53. So <laughs> I didn't see those movies. So I thought this looked really cool. And I think it looks interesting. I will probably see it with Movie Pass. I'm not going to pay for it, but I'll go see it. <laughs> Uh, how, what do you feel about the plot of this? Is this something that? Oh, who cares? Like, <laughs> this is. Are you are you in it just for the cast? Alone? Yeah, I'm in it because it looks cool, and I like the people in it, and the lines they're showing me are either funny or crazy, and it just looks it looks like it's going to be insane, and that sentence could end with insanely bad. But either way, I'm going to want to see what kind of mess it is—a good mess or a bad mess. Yeah, it's going to be a. A bit of both. Bit of both. Mustachio, do you have a a take on this Hotel Artemis trailer? Uh, I don't know how to interpret it just yet, but it it looks interesting. It's got my attention. I also haven't seen uh, John Wick, but I feel like I'm going to finally start laughing at Dave Bautista's jokes again. Uh, I haven't laughed at his stuff since Guardians 1. Aww. Yeah, but I love him. I want to see him funny again. Uh, Jeff Goldblum and Charlie Day. Oh my God, they make me laugh. So I'm I'm in. I'm in. I'll see it. I hope this works more like a Guy Ritchie ensemble piece. Ooh yeah, like Snatch, where it works. Hopefully that director watches Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels before he puts that together. Next up, so let's go ahead. Let's move on to something else. How about a little bit of casting news? Mm-hmm. 
Music icon Elton John is getting a biopic made of him, and they have cast Taron Edgerton of Kingsman fame. Eddie the Eagle. And Eddie the Eagle fame. <laughs> and he was a co-star of Elton John in the second Kingsman movie. So, And the same director of Eddie the Eagle. Uh-huh. Is the one doing this Rocketman biopic? Yep. Rocketman. So we've got a lot of connections there. Taron Edgerton as Elton John. Are you feeling this casting? Tell me about it, Lady One. Think so. He he clearly has a face for glasses, so that's an important mm. part of this. <laughs> Big glasses, right? I mean, I'm I'm rocking some Elton S shades right now. And you are, um, yeah. Those are yeah. Pretty intense. So he's got that qualification down. Throwing shade in here. Yeah. Are they going to digitally put in Elton's tooth gap? They can prosthetics that, right? Is that a verb? It works. It's like that. They're going to digitally put it in. I think that they should give him prosthetic gap, and then they got to give him that hella receding hairline. They can do all this. Yeah, and he's got a longtime collaborator, Bernie Toppin. I wonder who's going to play Bernie oh, Toppin. I don't even know no. what he looks like, you know? Oh, nobody does. Bernie Toppin kind of looks like a creepy groundskeeper. I want to see a picture of him, and then I want to guess who should play him. Bernie Toppin, 70s, because like, I don't want to know what he looks like now. That won't be helpful. Oh, no, this hair is so Oh, yeah. Bad. It was the 60s and 70s. Oh, hold on. I'm, oh, my God. Hold on. Let me show you this picture. This hair. <laughs> that hair, right? Oh, my God. I know. Oh what my is God. that? Nobody looks like this. I don't know how you get that, that. That is not a person. That is a commitment. I don't. Nobody's face looks like this. I don't know who could be him. For Bernie Toppin, I would do that. The the Skarsgård. Um, oh, yes. Uh, Peter. Peter Skarsgård. That's perfect. I can also, oddly enough, see Ewan McGregor as Bernie Toppin. I don't think his face is wide enough. This dude's got like a brick head. <laughs> it's <is> wide. <laughs> he's got a brick head, unibrow, baby bangs. He's not. Hey, he's finding his way. <laughs> yes, he was. You just made this easy for me to look up somebody. And Joel Edgerton's head is really big. And if you gave him a bad haircut, he could do this. It's all in the haircut, though. This movie, the styling needs to be what sells you on it. That's very important. Hair and makeup and wardrobe is everything. So lots of people who somehow are balding yet have bangs. Yes. Which is basically what they are, yes. Okay. <laughs> and a lot of, and fabulous sunglasses. Yeah, it's all about the shades. All right. So Taron Edgerton, we're fine with it. And Bernie Toppin, eh, maybe it needs further discussion. Uh, we're going to move on to another topic. Here we go. F. Gary Gray, who has directed Fast and Furious films, is directing a mask movie uh, from Saturday Morning Cartoon fame. You know what? I didn't watch Mask. I don't know what the hell it is. I didn't watch it, but I looked it up. So Mask, can, can you tell us what Mask is, uh, Lady One? I can. It is Mobile Armored Strike Command with a K. <laughs> with a K? K so that they can use mask. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh god, I remember this. This song is kind of dope. So good. <laughs> but 
So Mask has a great theme song, and I'm digging that song. That was great. It uh, apparently they it's these just cars that do special things, and they fight bad guys or whatever. Yeah, Venom. Anyway, so F. Gary Gray is no stranger to cars flying around and doing stuff. He directed (laughs) Fast and Furious stuff. That's the best plot description of a Fast and Furious movie. Really good. So he's wow. So he's branching out and doing Mask. But this is part of the Hasbro-verse that has been teased about. The Hasbro-verse. There's, there's Transformers. There's G.I. Joe. I remember there was always talk of a, a potential G.I. Joe Transformers crossover, which would have been part of that Hasbro-verse kind of things. But now I think they're really trying to pull this Hasbro-verse together. I want Mask and the Transformers and G.I. Joe versus the Battle Beasts saving... The pound puppies from the clutches from a, a fate in an easy bake oven. Oh, no. <laughs> nice. Hold on, but there's a twist. Someone who dies in this Hasbro reverse film is Mr. Potato Head. They put him in the easy bake oven to make a baked potato. Oh. <laughs> what? Just to show that they're serious. What is your ultimate Hasbro verse crossover film, Mustachio? In a world where peaceful Play-Doh people live in light, bright, lit Lincoln log houses <laughs> while they play Uno, Hungry, Hungry Hippos, seen it <laughs> all together while eating food from their Easy Bake Oven. After the Cobra Clan has killed his family, Play-Doh <laughs> Peter, voiced by Rupert Grint, goes on a head-smashing kill spree. This spring, from Warner Brother Pictures, comes... <laughs> <laughs> That's some 420 shit. <laughs> I still haven't come up with a title yet. <laughs> okay. That was really funny anyway, even if it didn't, yeah. even though I, I don't know what the end of this movie is. <laughs> Lady Wan, what is your ultimate Hasbro-verse crossover film? Okay, so I I am telling the truth here. Last night, I had a nightmare about hippos trying to mm. get me. Whoa. Like, Whoa. it was, I don't know, it was really weird. I was, like, running away from them, and they were really, they were going to get me. So, most definitely some combination of Hungry Hungry Hippos and Gator Golf, because, like, those are the scariest creatures in their lineup. So, mm. I don't know how you put that together. Someone can manage it. But those are ferocious beasts, man. All right. Gator oh, Golf. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah, I had that. I still actually have that. All right, last quick thing. The Deadpool 2 trailer, final trailer, did drop. Without going into it into too many details because there have been previous trailers, I'm definitely seeing this movie. I thought thought the humor was on point and funny. And oh my God, Peter? Peter! Peter, oh my gosh. I can see the hashtag Justice for Peter tweets right now. Yeah, and now that Um, is the new easiest outfit for Comic-Con. Is Peter? <laughs> <laughs> yes, with just a lone parachute. Yeah, just a parachute yes. and like a button-down shirt and some khakis. <laughs> You're in. That's my Halloween costume this year. <laughs> how many? How many Peters? There's gonna be like Deadpool, Domino, Cable, and Peter. Peter. Like that's gonna be everyone's. That's gonna be the group costume this year. X Force. Uh, did this final trailer solidify that you're gonna see it, Mustachio? 
<laughs> of course, of course. I mean, I, I fucking love how they go so much further with like shit that they can use. He calls him, uh, he calls Josh Brolin's character uh, Thanos. <laughs> yes, this that is was great. awesome. We get to see how <laughs> the next like um, flying tea bag sequence happens. He showed us that oh, with the yeah. toy action figures. <laughs> He also says, you're so dark. Are you a DC? Are you, yeah, exactly. Are you in the DCEU? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. That was that was really funny, too. Uh, Lady Wan, are you sold now? Oh, totally. Yeah, this was super funny and reminded me of everything that I really enjoyed about the first one. So I'm down. Right. And that's all there is to say. I say that we move on. This week, we are going to fix Rampage. <laughs> So, Rampage. Lady Wan, tell us a little bit about this one. Do you want to give us our stats? I have some details here. Uh, Give us them deets. Okay. So, this movie is 51% rotten. But, audience score is 81% because... People are realistic about what they're going to see, and I don't know what the critics were expecting <laughs> on this critics. movie about exactly. smashing shit up. So that's cool. Um, the budget, production budget alone was 120 million. So never, Dang. never mind marketing and all that money they spent on HQ. The domestic total over two weeks is actually this is only over one week because we're recording on a Friday. So that's 45 million US. And foreign is about 141 and a half. It's making a bunch of money, but it's for for U.S. to only be 45 million in a full week. That's a disappointment for The Rock. That and this is a Friday and I read some articles and they're talking about Quiet Place beating I Feel Pretty. Mm-hmm. They're not talking about Rampage. Yeah. Winning the weekend. So nope. All right, so those are our Rampage stats. I, I'm, I'm curious. Did you play Rampage when you were young, Lady Wan? No, I'm not that old. <laughs> uh, do you, ageist, did you play this game when you were young, Mustachio? Um, yeah, I, I played the game. We touched on, what was it, the first episode? Yeah. Yeah, how JC and I both used to pick uh, who we call Wolf Steve. Yeah, Steve. I mean the game was great. It just beat up stuff, wreak havoc, and eat people. It's good. Yeah, I. It's funny. I have a very particular memory of this game, completely specific. And I'm gonna go ahead and tell you guys a little story about about JC. Yes. So, so JC is only about seven, right? And he's at the roller skating rink. No old jokes. <laughs> he's at the roller skating rink. Uh, when he's very young, this is summer camp, seven years old. He's skating around the rink, and the Debbie Gibson song, Oh, only in my dreams, as real as it may seem. He's only in my dreams. Yes! This is magic. I love that. Anyway, that song is playing, and while I'm skating around the rink, I realize that there's a girl following me. Oh no! I real there's this girl following me, and I remember at that age, I just wasn't ready for. I mean, I'm still not ready for women. Let's just not. Let's not think that anything changed. But anyway, so I saw this 
woman and I got afraid. A woman? I just didn't know how to, I just didn't know how to <laughs> handle it. Well, not a woman. Or was it a seven-year-old no, girl? This is a girl. Yeah. <laughs> So actually, this is a story. It would have been completely appropriate to run. It's a very different story. Yeah, this story becomes very different. Uh, So, and that's when I became a man. Anyway, I remember not knowing what to do. This girl was following me and smiling and whatnot. And I got off of the rink and I wheeled, I skated into the, the arcade part of the roller skating ring. Do you remember that? The roller skating rinks always had an arcade mustachio. Yep. Yeah, you could just jump off into the arcade area. And just, you just go right in there. So if you don't I was crash. in there. I remember specifically skating up to a Rampage arcade game. And she rolls up next to me. And I was like, I'm going to tell my mom you're like 40. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that That didn't happen. But no, so this little girl, she skates up next to me. And she was smiling, and I don't know why I still said this to this day. I turned to her and I said, what do you want, kid? (laughs) What? And she skated off, and I (laughs) never saw her again. It's a really, it's not a very climactic story, but it was like the first time that I remember a girl liking me ever. And And you shut her down. And I shut her down, and I was at a Rampage console. So this movie triggered me. I cry. I'm just kidding. So, but anyway, uh, I do have that specific memory, which is very strange. But anyway, I need a minute. Mustachio, <laughs> give us your sassy summer, Rico. All right. While you wax nostalgic, I'll go ahead and I'll break out the sass. Rampage. The movie opens with, in 1993, a breakthrough new technology known as CRISPR gave scientists a path to treat incurable diseases through genetic editing. In 2016, due to its potential for misuse, the U.S. intelligence community designated genetic editing a weapon of mass destruction and proliferation. On a research space station, there has been an emergency whereby almost everyone has been killed by a giant rat flying around at zero G. Now, one member of the crew survives. She grabs three canisters, then bounces using an escape pod. The pod blows up while re-entering the atmosphere, and these three containers are dispersed. Enter Dwayne Johnson as Davis Okoy, a former Special Forces soldier and anti-poaching operative turned likable primatologist who has befriended George the Albino Gorilla at the San Diego Wildlife Refuge. George is fluent in sign language, but he... A little too fluent. Yeah, he mostly enjoys giving the finger. (laughs) Uh, the, The canisters fall to earth. One lands in the Everglades and is eaten by a crocodile another in Wyoming that contaminates a wolf, and the other lands in San Diego. Yeah, you can guess where. The animals then develop unnatural tendencies where they grow rapidly in size and have increased aggression. Intergene is run by dimwit brother and cunty sister, Brett and Claire Wyden, and and they're responsible for this disaster. (laughs) Their office is at the top Spot of Willis, Willis Tower in Chicago, and it actually has the Rampage arcade game in it, which is hella meta. They want to cover all this uh, up by hatching a plan to put it on the former genetic engineer, Dr. Kate Caldwell, played by Naomi Harris. They flip a switch on their tower to emit a noise that will bring the creatures to them. Caldwell links up with Davis once George starts showing signs of aggression and then escapes the wildlife sanctuary. Enter Jeffrey Dean Morgan, playing the gregarious government operative Harvey Russell. Gregarious. The creatures hear the noise 
destroy like george destroys that plane that negan the rock and calypso are on and now the animals are beelining to shy town okay now chicago gets toe up because the army is sending <laughs> everything they got at these creatures jets helicopters tanks you name it buildings are toppling jets are getting eaten and fucking wolf steve is flinging porcupine quills from his tail oh sorry they they call him ralph but steve's better just saying Davis and Kate make their way up to the lab of Energene to find a cure for this, but they're stopped by the evil duo. They need George's help, but he'll have to eat the aggression-fighting chemical canister. Malin Ackerman's evil bitch character shoots the rock before she gets the cure planted on her, and then she gets swallowed up by George in a deliciously ridiculous death scene. Ridiculous. This death scene, I think, is kind of a nod to the game because... That's how, you know, Wolf Steve and Lizzie and George ate people. Jeffrey Dean Morgan laughs as he watches the dimwit Wyland brother get crushed to death by falling debris. Wolf Steve gets his head eaten off by Crocodile Lizzie. And George and Liz battle it out. Something fucking intense. Liz gets speared through the eyeball and George barely survives. The rampage is over. Yeah, that sounds like a book report. <laughs> it does. The rampage is over. Yeah. <laughs> It, told, it was my book report. Thank you, Mustachio. You can take your seat. And the teacher, you ever you ever do something like the teacher just kind of writes your grade in that weird little like graphing book? Yeah. <laughs> when you were a kid. Remember? Yeah. And then she'd call you up one at a time to look at your grade, but you weren't supposed to look at anybody else's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you just be like, I mean, I always know what the kid before me alphabetically did. Right. Yeah, 100. Right yeah, let's just go there. Anyway. Uh, no, no, little Mustachio. You did not make a 100. This is your grade. Oh. Oh. Is a 64 good? Yeah. And why do I have a mustache at age eight? <laughs> <laughs> a little mustachio. All right. Rampage. Before we fix, we say what we liked about it. Because you know why? We do this for fun. We fix both movies we like and movies we don't like. So what do we like about it? Go ahead, Lady One. So one thing I liked is... This is our second week in a row with with some sign language. Um, I liked that whenever he was signing me, he signed The Rock. (laughs) 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 That like me is just straight up you point to yourself. But every time he did it, he was like, it's me. And he put his hands together and he signed The Rock. So every single time he said, (laughs) it's I'm The Rock. (laughs) It's an Easter egg. Holy shit. Yeah. I really, really dug that that joke for the American Sign Language community. They were like, oh, he said he's the rock. Human beings, animals. He's he's the rock. Yeah. He's like, to all. George, George, it's okay. I'm the rock. <laughs> like, if, <laughs> that's what he was saying. If aliens landed, he'd be like, me, rock. Yeah, I'm the rock. It's cool. So I Where really, are you from? Yeah, I, got I you, really bro. liked that. I also liked that they didn't, do that thing where it ends with like an obvious sequel. Like they didn't just go, look, there's a rat still. You don't know. They didn't do that gross thing where it just looks like we're going to make another one because we know you're going to give us your money. So we're doing this. So <laughs> I am I'm giving them Damn a you. good job on having the legitimate possibility of a sequel where we know that rat has something going on with it. And George is obviously still giant at the end. So it could be, but it wasn't so blatant that it was like, and that's not a real ending because there's going to be a sequel. Right. We always say it on here. Make a good movie. Yes. 
Which one good yeah. movie. I want I kind of did want to see a post teaser reel where that rat survives re-entry and then lands in the fire swamp from Princess Bride. <laughs> <laughs> Mustachio, tell tell me something you liked about this about this movie. Uh I like the visual effects. I thought George looked good. The motion capture work, I think it was done by Jason Lyles and the Weta Digital team. It looked great. I mean, I believed his size change, the movements I thought were very accurate for an ape's gait. That looked really good. Let's see. I also liked how Chicago looked. You know, they they were able to give us certain things. I can touch more upon what I would build upon later, but they gave us a little bit of a feel like it was in Chicago with the Chicago River Willis Towers, where it takes place. And then the Marina City building, which I would call the Wilco Towers. Yeah, I, I felt like it, they were actually destroying Chicago. Something I liked about the movie, I do think The Rock is is 100% watchable. I kind of enjoyed that Jeffrey Dean Morgan was just chewing up the scenery. He's rampaging yeah. the scenery. Oh, man. <laughs> it almost went overboard. It was overboard. Time. <laughs> it was, but I was like, you know what? And the thing is, is like, I wish this movie had risen up to meet Jeffrey Dean Morgan's yeah. level. Jeffrey Dean Morgan yeah. got the memo that he was in a movie based on a video game where the purpose is smashing <laughs> stuff. And he's like, perfect. I know how to do this. And everybody else is like yes. in a regular movie. Oh, except for Malin Ackerman. Yes. That is so good, Lady One. That everybody, is so good. Yes. Every, everyone else thinks they're in a regular action movie. He was like, movie. I know what this vibe is. I got you. <laughs> I know what this is. I'm going to chew up every scene I'm in, this Texas boy. Assholes got to <laughs> stick together. Let's go ahead and just jump right into our fixes here. I mean, this movie, without The Rock in this movie, it's a disaster. Totally. So let Right. So yeah. my yeah. my positive thing is that somebody paid The Rock to be in this. Mm-hmm. That's that's the best thing you can say. So how about your first fix? Um, Minor gripes? Yeah. There's a lot of really, really bad writing in this movie. Uh-huh. But if I could boil it down and pick the one exchange that made me cringe the most and literally out loud go, oh, come on. It was the exchange between the two ridiculously evil, one-dimensional corporate characters. Oh, yeah. When they're referring to, oh, you remember how we bought that private militia? And she says, you called them killers are us? He's the us. And I was like, no, that's (laughs) terrible. That line is so brutally bad that I can only assume that whoever thought of it, like, knows something about somebody. And so they had to keep that line in. So my minor gripe is if you have to keep this terrible, terrible line, I want to change it. And she says, you remember that private military company we bought? And her brother's like, oh, yeah, killers are us. And she goes, he's the us. Because then it's at least like she says it in the moment. And it's still (laughs) stupid, but it's less stupid. So that's my minor gripe. That's how I'd punch up that little part. Mustachio. How about a, a small one for you? What do you think? Go ahead. Okay. I'm a little confused at the thermostat flash drive. Is that a fucking thing? Do you guys know? Do you all remember the... Yeah, I don't know how any of that stuff works. I don't understand why she would think her password and her fingerprint would still work after she's been sent to jail by that company. Like, <laughs> why are you typing in your password, you idiot? That was it. That was my... That was like... like... <laughs> The, sorry, sorry. Yeah, no. I'll cut crazy. that out. <laughs> no, no. You actually said what I was thinking. Like, what the <laughs> like, hell is going on? There's no way your thumbprint works. It's like, welcome, Doctor Caldwell. Like, what <laughs> the? F- 
Are you serious? These billionaire fucks hate her. She wouldn't be on there. Yeah. They have definitely reset the password since you last worked there, (laughs) ex-con. All right. uh, My most minorist of gripes is the journey of our crocodile. Obviously, the gorilla is flown in an airplane to near Chicago. The wolf is kind of, I guess, running along from Wisconsin. Wyoming. The giant alligator appears in Florida. We're talking like as south as you can go without being in the Keys. Like this is like Everglades National Park. Like that alligator's alligator's journey to Chicago is long. (laughs) And it's got to stay. It's got to stay underwater. I mean... Like, what was that bitch using the Mississippi River or something? I, right? Like, this thing, this would have been the biggest news story in the in the world, yet when they're in Chicago, they're like, what is this thing? What? Meanwhile, a giant alligator going from Florida to Chicago would have been noticed. Like, it should not have surprised them in the river in Chicago. I just thought, that's just crazy. So... I would have liked to have seen some scenes of this alligator wreaking havoc, you know, uh, in the eastern half of the United States. And maybe that's where they realize that things are heading towards Chicago. The wolf, I imagine, is large, but the wolf was still like running around in trees and stuff. And, you know, the Midwest, like there are Oklahoma. The wolf can conceivably get to chicago sneaking through forests and stuff well he didn't sneak through the dakotas right he was, he was like, like eating people in <laughs> yeah, mount rushmore I know. he was he was eating people in mount rushmore that's hilarious let's let's just say this i didn't get a sense that these were major news stories like it seemed like these giant animals were surprising chicago whereas this would have been the biggest news story in the whole world and some news reporter would have already been like there's a wolf heading toward chicago there's a crocodile heading toward chicago get out of chicago you know like <laughs> like it would have been a long time for these animals to arrive to their destinations and i just would have liked to have seen a couple of adventures with the uh the gator this alligator should have maybe destroyed one or two cities on its way to chicago and that would have been more in line with these rampage games as well and that's my uh my minor gripe how about another fix give it to us lady wong all right i have a big one whoa yeah it's big because it could have been big and they should have made the rock big. Oh! <laughs> I wanted him to be given the thing. And, like, they say at the beginning, like, I hope you tested that for residuals. Because all he did was pick it up in a Ziploc bag and he was fine. Yeah, residuals. <laughs> that was, like, like, a joke. Yeah, that was a joke where he was like, oh, of course I did. Oh, uh, test this for residuals. Which I laughed at because he's charming. <laughs> yeah, that was good. No, he should have been getting bigger because he has all these face-to-faces with people, which caused me to literally look up how tall is Jeffrey Dean Morgan because they seemed just about eye-to-eye. And I was like, no fucking way. I don't understand this. They're <laughs> How tall are they? Jeffrey D. Morgan is 6'2". The Rock is 6'5". And Naomi Harris is 5'8". Damn, everybody's tall in this movie. Yeah, they tall. Yeah, so I would have liked it if he had all these like eye-to-eye with people, but he looked unnaturally large, and they never really say anything until like he's 
just slowly becoming larger because he didn't get like fully dosed the way everybody else did. And then they decide, okay, to stop these creatures, it's got to be me and George versus the wolf and the gator. And then they give him the stuff. And then the rock is like huge. That would be so cool. Large rock would have taken this movie to the next level that it needed to be. Yeah. Like a movie like this needs to embrace its absurdity maybe more than it did and yeah a large rock would go a long way towards doing that <laughs> all right large rock yes that's, that's pretty awesome that rocks okay <laughs> i'm gonna move on <laughs> mustachio second fix go okay so there was good chicago portrayal in this movie mm-hmm. like i felt like it was actually happening there but if you've ever been to Chicago, oh my God, you can't go anywhere without realizing that the L train is everywhere. Mm-hmm. All right, so I never I saw one glimpse of the L uh, in one shot, but I wanted it to be more a part of the movie. So I wanted them to get to Chicago, and I wanted George to have to like kick through these tracks, and I wanted to see him like pick up like a train car and like hurl it at a building. And since we're in Chicago, he might as well have just picked up the bean or something and started throwing it around. <laughs> yes. That would have been that would have been the best if he picked uh, up the bean and like yeah. threw so it out cool. and bean somebody with threw it at the wolf yeah. or something. Oh, the bean totally should have been in it. We could have watched like dumbass tourists taking a selfie in the bean and like a wolf comes up behind <laughs> them. Yes, that would have been awesome. Imagine George with the bean just beating <laughs> the wolf's head with the Chicago bean. Like, it's just indestructible. <laughs> boom, boom. Yes. Oh, that would have been so good. More Chicago landmark destruction. I am yes. always in favor yes. of more landmark destruction, especially if I've been there. Love it. All right. My next fix is that they should have embraced some of the more fun aspects of the video game. Mm-hmm. So... The movie's goofy already, but I thought the movie should have been goofier. The premise is absurd, but the characters in it seem to be taking things pretty seriously. Yeah. And I thought the movie really should have embraced the silly of giant beasts attacking uh, Chicago like the game did. So I would have added, just like in the game, like people sitting on toilets, you know, because they're in the in the game, if you smash... Uh, an apartment building. Sometimes you see somebody just sitting there on a, a toilet. How funny would it have been <laughs> if they smash apartment building and somebody was just sitting out there on a toilet reading the paper, or the monsters getting, you know, electrocuted by signs that say "pub" or um, uh, eating food in, in in apartments that's just sitting there on the the tables. Uh, there's so many really goofy, fun things in these games, and they should have. I just thought they should have embraced that level of absurdity and added these little twists. When you're playing in the game, that's why you want to keep playing is you want to punch the buildings and see all the the funny, interesting things that are popping out in the buildings. Like I thought that they could have really used a lot of the funny aspects of the game. What I'm hearing from Uh, you is honor the source material. Yeah, there's even there's even uh, so there's there's a a bonus level in I think it's Rampage across the world or around the world or World Tour or something. There's a bonus level where you ride on top of a plane 
and and collect points. They had George on a plane. Yeah. And I was like, okay, here comes the the bonus level where Aww. one of the characters is riding on top of the plane, but they don't do that. So I was like, there's there's so many funny, absurd things in this game that you could have added to add humor, levity. Have fun with these creatures. Like, it, I just thought that they could have done much more. Like, even outside of the game, have George attack a, a sign with a giant banana on it. Have the wolf pee on the side of a building that looks like a giant fire hydrant. <laughs> Damn it, Steve. You know what I mean? Just there should have been more more fun with giant animals. And you could have done that with things that are in the game and just using your own imagination. And that's my that's my second fix. Lady One, give us your final big fix. Go. Okay. So... Again, the evil corporate baddies start talking about two things at the same time. They start talking about the chill pill, which will stop the aggression, but will not return them to normal size or speed or whatever. It just makes them, like, calm down. And also that sonar thing they were going to put up from the top of the building with the plan that they would just lure them all here and let the military kill them, and then they'll just swoop in and pick up some scrap of animal off the ground and use that to rebuild their science empire but then like why were they even talking about the chill pill they shouldn't have introduced it at that point because it had nothing to do with their plan it was just very very lazy writing so i feel like that should have come up later when they break into the lab and that that should have been sort of hidden and the baddie corporate people were planning to sell that to the government under another company name if they were unable to kill all the animals and save the city. That would be like their backup plan of like, yeah, well, if this one goes down, we've already got another LLC that through the Caymans is not even connected. We'll sell it to them and we'll still make our money off the antidote to this problem. Like Mm, they were two separate things. They shouldn't have talked about them at once. Intelligent villains rather than... Oh, cardboard. Just blindly cardboard murderous baddies. Oh, they were so bad. All right. Having them have more of a more of a thought out plan. Mm-hmm. Good. All right. Good fix because we get a lot of shitty villains these days, don't we? Mm-hmm. Mustachio, give me your finale fix. Go. All right. So mine. It, it kind of piggybacks off your your last one, JC, mm-hmm. where it's like a more homage to the game, it, because mm-hmm. like we have to remember that it's just like a dumb movie about monsters destroying buildings. So I agree with like the movies should have added to the game's absurdities. I I wanted I wanted there to be like a camera angle that totally looks one dimensional, and have like the creatures like jumping up on the buildings. Like, cause we that see would like, have been yeah, awesome. We see like 3D wraps around buildings as they're going up the Willis or Sears Tower. You and, know what? And yeah. with the with the Great Lake there, uh, which uh, Great Lake is that? Michigan. That's like Michigan. you could have easily you could have easily done a shot from Lake yeah. Michigan. Yeah. Of three buildings and them yeah. each climbing up easily. a building. Yeah. You're right. That that would have been so awesome. <laughs> or have them doing like the uh, the butt down jump as they descend from. Like, yeah, I know they like, were really uh, descending like, from many of them, but 
<laughs> so yeah, like in the in the game when you were finally damaged enough where you were you would, you know, power down essentially, you'd fall off the building and yeah, you'd do that like almost almost cannonball looking <laughs> yeah. maneuver. Yeah. You're just gonna squash whatever's underneath you. I wanna yeah, just like you, you said with like this is absurdity based, you know, come on, just let let everybody kind of ride along with the movie where it's based on a dumb video game. Don't let just Jeffrey Dean Morgan be the only one who's got it just in the bag as far as what, what it's based on. Agree. What about what about you, JC? You got one, one last fix for us? Me? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I do. So I have a last fix. So I hate characters that come into movies and then disappear and i was very miffed when they introduced a primatology team Mm -hmm. of the rock and the guy with the glasses i forget his name that actor who was introduced as the comic relief and then disappears as soon as they get whisked off to whisked off to chicago he disappears the girl that hits hits on the rock disappears the young primatologist and the young male primatologist that gets scared by George. You can get up now. And check your diaper. Come on. Also is just gone. So all of those characters that were introduced to at the beginning of the movie, the primatology team are completely gone. Not only that, I found a way to marry the fact that those characters are gone with another video game element. So in the video game, it's not animals that become large. It's people that become large animals. So I have it to where George gets infected, okay? They turn the one of the primatologists ends up getting somehow like combined with George and they he becomes a giant monkey. So the primatologists are in play. One of the primatologists, not the rock, maybe the younger guy turns into a giant monkey. <laughs> yes. The company the bad company, in order to cover up for what's going on, they kidnap the other primatologists and they turn the girl one into Lizzie the lizard and they turn the comic relief guy with the glasses into our wolf Ralph. So it's the three primatologists that disappeared from the earlier in the movie that are actually our three big monsters. Yeah, and, and the into rock the game is there. racing to try to revert them back to their human selves while they're rampaging through the United States wrecking cities. And I think that would be a a nod to the game where it's humans turning into Mm -hmm. large animals and doesn't just make those characters that were introduced to in the beginning of the movie just throw away characters. That's good. That's my final fix. Rampage. Does anyone have any other additional comments about Rampage? Yeah, I got one question for us. Sure. Okay. So what was the situation where George was taught the sign language form for boning? How did that happen? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like how 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 does a primatologist George was a little too I mean George was well beyond that Amy <laughs> Yeah from from Congo. Just Amy the actual the real <laughs> Oh oh yeah the actual yeah yeah the actual Right he's way yeah. beyond Amy yeah, this monkey knew a lot. I don't know. I, I, I can't really explain that. The, the movie was very uneven with the... It, it would go from what seemed like a mild PG movie to suddenly a PG-13 on the verge of R in seconds. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, the like the monkey signing a hand gesture for sex, ripping the head off of the wolf. Yeah, <laughs> it would just <laughs> they rip the wolf dies because the the crocodile rips its head off, just eats its neck apart. Yeah, I was like, I was like, that wolf didn't Damn. do anything to anybody. They're just gonna rip its head off. That's I know. crazy. It made me like sad for the animals. Like I, I was me just too. thinking about that rat in space, and I was like, oh, poor baby. Like, oh, that rat didn't ask for that. Yeah, all right, right. And Wolf Steve, all he did was kill mercenaries called Killers Are Us. Also, and, <laughs> but first he killed his whole family, which is super sad for Wolf Steve. Oh, oh, is that yeah, like he, he killed did. his whole pack first? Yeah, this this movie is really tragic when you look at it from so the animal's many, perspective. So many <laughs> right? sad things happen to these animals. It's really depressing. It's dark, man. Was this a DC movie? <laughs> That whole space thing was like, you, you got to be kidding me. Like, I, I like a, they need, this company has so much money, it can go into space just to test something out. I have a question. So when OGA, aka we don't know how to explain this government agency, um, shows up and they take <laughs> uh, the Rock and Naomi Harris like into custody with George and they're going to put him on the plane. Why are they in zip tie handcuffs? What did they do? They make it sound like they're like under arrest, but they literally didn't do anything <laughs> they just helped like clear right? the area and maintain calmness with the animal that was running wild like why are they under arrest i don't understand they're like oh you're never gonna get out of this you got some explaining to do it's like no they don't they literally don't know what's going on they have not done anything <laughs> wrong they're only trying to assist i don't understand why they were in trouble you know it's funny this this is one of those things in movies too that i always talk about where civilians just are allowed in all kinds of secret government areas suddenly yeah oh the rock finds a helicopter three different times in this movie yes. <laughs> three different times he's like oh there's a helicopter perfect and there's one always time he finds a humvee like what it's <laughs> always what? a helicopter laying around oh, he got finds it. so many helicopters it's crazy. If no one has anything else, uh, I think we should consider this. Screen Yeah, 20th show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Mm-hmm. Lady One, send us home. If you would like to share your thoughts with us about Rampage, something we missed, something that we got wrong, that happens every once in a while. You can email us at ScreenFixPod at gmail.com or you can tweet us at ScreenFixPod or find us on Facebook. Search for ScreenFixPodcast. We're also on Instagram too, ScreenFixPod. It's where you'll find out when we're seeing all these movies. You can listen to the show on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Libsyn, and I don't know. You can just Google it, probably find it somewhere else randomly. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening. And please tell a friend if you enjoy the show. Excellent. Uh, we also have a Patreon account if you want to donate some cash to us. Yeah, it costs money to keep the show going, and we want to keep it going forever. And we also have dreams of opening a one-screen movie theater to be the home of podcasting, film festivals, indie films. It's our dream. That's why we do this. Uh, it's not just for the good tables at, at, at restaurants uh, <laughs> and, and for the paparazzi. And the sweet, sweet champagne. <laughs> And for the sweet champagne. (laughs) Paparazzi. (laughs) Anyway, please, you know, check it out. If you like the uh, incentives on there, you know, just show us that you like the show by contributing. And please email us, tweet us, contact us, 
we would love to hear from you guys so much more than we do. We're chatting away on Twitter, though. And I appreciate everyone who does give me a comment and talks talks to me. We're all on Twitter, by the way. Every one of the hosts is on Twitter. Find us, chat us up, and let's send us all off with... There's a scene at the very, very end where The Rock gets in this helicopter with missiles and is going to distract this giant gator crocodile from killing George. And he says, Stop messing with my friend, you mother... And I thought that was the worst line. I was, I was waiting for a pun. Give us your best alligator crocodile pun that he should have used right there. Here's mine. See you later, gator. Yeah, no, that's the one. <laughs> right? Like, that's that's the one. I'm hungry for gator bites. <laughs> I'm hungry for gator bites. How about, I'm about to tip the scales. No, that's stupid. <laughs> I'm not having that one. <laughs> How about, hey, sorry to be a crock block. Why are they getting so much worse? <laughs> no, no, do do another one that's worse than that. I dare you. Crock block. Let's let me get out while I'm while I'm ahead. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>